Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Seattle tackles better than Miami does. I know that. <laughs> you uh, are correct. I, uh, the, uh, you know, as, as miserable as the Vikings offense looked and mm-hmm. got and got DeFilippo fired. There were several of those long plays you saw from Cook yesterday that had a chance to be the same plays against Seattle, except the guy came, except the guy came up and tackled him one on one. The Dolphins didn't really care about that game. I, I'd say that's a correct assessment. Well, they kind of fought back, but then when the Vikings uh, lit them up again, they uh, they went back. Well, well, they're one and six on the road, though. They have been a very odd team. Uh, they pulled a bunch of games out at home. Uh, obviously, last week and the Bears, they beat you know in an ungodly fashion too at home, but uh, on the road. And you know what I say about teams that can't win on the road? They're bad teams. Yeah. And that's uh, that's uh, that's what that team is. But yeah. yeah, they looked good yesterday. There's no doubt about that. They were all fired up. And uh, what's interesting is uh, how uh, Thielen's kind of. Uh, Slipped a little bit here. There, uh, I guess they're everybody's double covering him for sure, and he's not getting the ball nearly as much. No, well, you know, one thing Judd and I were talking about too is how the NFL in particular is so predictable when it comes to teams that are going to have a letdown, and then teams that you think have bottomed out, but they really haven't. So the Dolphins, with a miracle win over the Patriots, they keep their playoff hopes alive. And they're going in to play a team that just fired its offensive coordinator. The quarterback's playing like garbage. Uh, like in in a in a normal setting, you would think, oh, the Dolphins are going to ride the momentum wave, and the Vikings are stuck, and and so be it. But it but it's always the other way around in the NFL, Pat. Always that the team has the letdown, and then the other team isn't as bad as you thought it was. And those two things happened yesterday. Well, yesterday was a great day for the Vikings for this reason too. Uh, Seattle gets beat. And now Seattle, the Viking. There's no reason on God's green earth the Vikings shouldn't win the last two, right? Detroit's terrible, and the the Bears won't be playing. So if Seattle then has to go two and zero to stay ahead of them, and uh, Seattle, uh, if you don't have to go to Chicago, in your if you get to go to Dallas instead of Chicago the first week. You should win. They can't win at Chicago in uh, not in January when it's 12 degrees and the wind is blowing off the lake with that defense. But they can go to Dallas. That Dallas showed you how good they were yesterday. They got shut out. 
So as big as the Vikings beating Miami, well, not as big because the Vikings had to beat Miami, but as, uh, Seattle getting beat was a big break for the Vikings because now, now they got a good chance of avoiding uh, that uh, game in Soldier Field. And that, that is the coldest place in the world to play football in January against a defense like that. So Give me Trubisky. Bring it on. I want Soldier Field. I, Trubisky is going to melt down worse than Cousins. Uh, he won't have to uh, do anything because you're going to make 83 yards and turn it over five times with the guy you got playing quarterback. You put him down there in a 12-degree day with these guys coming after him, you're going to have Archie Manning. Now, now, the, the, Zol, the, Zolgat, the Zolgat plan for Cousins is Stefanski is the puppet master and, and Cousins is the puppet, and I'm controlling it. I've got strings attached to his shoulder pads, Patrick. Mm-hmm. He's doing whatever I tell him to do and nothing else. Ah, uh, okay. Well, uh, he's, uh, you know, he, he he's fine when they're not knocking him down. He's, uh, you know, he's... Uh, the Seattle, he didn't get it pressured as much as it looked like, apparently, according to the stats. But, uh, you know, if you protect him, he'll be fine. But he won't protect him against the Bears. These guys cannot. The offensive line, no matter how excited you want to be about what you saw yesterday, cannot block the Bears. Okay, let's get that straight. Yeah. Uh, on a, in a road game, they got no chance. Pat, uh, to to win in Soldier Field in January. How many times did the Bears get to Archie Manning in that game in '84? Eleven. Oh my gosh! One of the great—I can't remember who took the photo, but one of the great close-up photos of all time. Somebody had Manny's Manning's, you know, lay, getting laying underneath the pile, and they did a close-up of his face, and his eyes were basically rolled up into his head, and he got back up and had to play again. So. But uh, uh, yeah, they uh, was that the Steckler year eighty four. They're they're, two, they're they're ten points better than Dallas. They get to go down there. They can beat them. You know, was Dallas that, Dallas is no good. Was that the Steckler year in eighty four? Yes, yes. But then in eighty five, I was down there for those two playoff games against the uh, Giants and the and the Rams, uh, and they damn near killed Phil Simms and Dieter Brock too. Now this defense isn't that good, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close to the front seven, anyway. Yeah. Have you given any thought to the uh, Detroit holiday swing for uh, a couple football games? Have you st- oh, wait, how close together are they here? That's only like a three-day gap. Oh, yeah. Sunday, well, Wednesday, be, right? You could yeah. you know, you'd eat a lot of chili dogs, hang out on Michigan Avenue. It would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really haven't given much thought to it, though. I did, and I tweeted this out, though, today. I, I did uh, get a kick out of the award ceremony that our Gopher football team had. I saw this, yeah. We ran an agate collection of the it, – it looked like the college football scoreboard on a Saturday. They had like 75 awards they gave out. If you didn't get an award, you got to feel like the biggest jackass in America. <laughs> oh. There was everything. Oh, the boat, baby. Do we put, do we put said, oars on helmets for good plays like the, you know, the Buckeye stamp? Do we do that? I yeah, we do, I think, don't okay. we? I don't know. An oar if well, you... we got an oar on the helmet, but uh, but the, somebody said they should have the Ricey Positivity Award, and I said, right, the category will be the guy who showed the most remorse while he was suspended. That's it. We'll give him an award, so we'll give him the Ricey <laughs> I like, Award. I, I love that? that idea. That's, that's pretty <laughs> that good. Would good. That would be a good one, anyway. Uh, did you have a good time at volleyball over the weekend? 
Yeah, that match Saturday night was fantastic. It was uh, five sets, and it was great. And uh, Nebraska really, uh, as an underdog, really played great. I thought they actually outplayed them. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, but those Cornhusker fans, man, there were 14,000 of them there. I'm not kidding you. It, it, that place was full. It wow. was, you know, fourteen, fifteen thousand people in red. They, uh, they, they don't have much else to do down there. If no. one of their teams is doing well in no matter what sport, they are going to be here. Yeah, my my late mother used to live there when she was uh, just out of out of school, and she said you could go on a Saturday mid morning or you know afternoon. You could go through a mall and see tumbleweeds blowing around. I always remember the Kansas City Royals had like a backup uh, a PR guy, media guy, you know, and. And so when their regular guy didn't make the trip, this kid would make the trip. But he was a Nebraska graduate, and if you had a Saturday afternoon game and they were playing, he could not come to the ballpark because he was too nervous. Yeah. <laughs> he, would, I mean, he would, like, get a shortwave radio and listen in his hotel room or something. They, I mean, they're nuts. And, you know, even, I don't know, did we end the sellout streak against Bethune-Cookman this year? Because the sellout streak's like 300 and something, so... We'll have Jonathan look that up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, it was fun. It was good, and uh, a lot of a lot of people downtown. Uh, you know, now most of the Nebraska people probably stay in a Super Eight as far away from town as they can get it, so they don't have to pay much. But uh, you know, they uh, they 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 yeah, it was fun. It was good. Yeah. It's, they that is by far the best woman sport. Women's sport, if you ask me. Yeah. Pat, uh, let me tell everybody hey, this thing. You got ten no. seconds, Pat. Don't go to the favorite. No matter how much your girlfriend or wife wants you to go, don't go to it. It's unbelievably rotten. <laughs> All right, see you, Pat. Stay right, see